Today on Power Tips Unscripted, we talk to Ken Gronbach, President and CEO of KGC Direct. You've heard of demographics, and in your business, it's probably been looked at solely in the context of marketing and lead generation. But the power of demographics lies much deeper than that. In today's episode, Ken will share the subtle yet profound effect of shifting demography in the United States, the Americas, and the world. And we'll hear what that means to your business in just a minute. The most valuable commodity I know of is information. Wouldn't you agree? Hi, I'm Victoria Downing, and welcome to Power Tips Unscripted, where we talk about tips, tactics, and techniques to help you build a strong, profitable remodeling company. And I'm here with my co-host, Mark Harari. You sure are. And uh, what load of fun do you have planned for us today? <laughs> what load of fun do I have <laughs> yes, planned? Yes, you're a fun guy. I, I think Ken's bringing the fun. Yeah, well, that's true, too. <laughs> you know, well, I had a, the opportunity to speak briefly to Ken on the telephone a while back, and he made a statement that just made me sit up and take notice. Something on the order of our members were going to be in the catbird seat in terms of business really? for many years in the future. So that sort of caught my eye, or my ear, rather. And I knew we had to have Ken on to share that yeah, thought and that what was behind that with everybody that's listening. That sounds awesome. Yeah. So shall we dive in? Dive away. Ken Gronbach is president and CEO of KGC Direct. He's an internationally respected demographer who's been able to forecast societal, commercial, economic, cultural, and political phenomenon with uncanny accuracy. Hey, welcome, Ken. Hey. Thank you. Thank you so much for taking the time to be part of this. No, my pleasure. You know, I don't think I've ever spoken to a, demo- a demographer before. Yeah, no, it's weird. There's not many of us. Probably about a thousand of us in, in, the, in the world. Hey, you, you want to? I'm telling you, uh, just as a, a curious thing, go to Google, put in Ken, just my first name, demographer, and see what happens. Oh, that, that's how few of us there are. Oh, jeez, oh, you're the only Ken out of all those. That's awesome. Yes. So you were in marketing, and now you're a demographer. What what happened to make that switch? Lost a major client. Lost a American Honda motorcycles as a client. We had American Honda motorcycles for um, like 10 years, and we printed money with them. We had 140 dealers in the Northeast. We had the whole Northeast region. And in 1986, we ran millions of dollars worth of assets, and uh, nobody came into the dealership. Oh. And and so the American Honda called me and said, Ken, did you run the ads? And I said, yeah, and I don't like that question. Yeah. So from uh, I, I said, what's going on? And he said, well, the Japanese brands, Kawasaki, Suzuki, Yamaha, and Honda motorcycles – we're all suffering from zero traffic in their stores. And what the heck was going on? And, and there's a slug of a bike called Harley Davidson was selling really well. And uh, we, we didn't, we didn't know. We tried everything. We came up with new products. We, we reduced the price. We changed our marketing. By 1992, the Japanese brands fell 80%. Wow. 80%. Yeah. And it wasn't until 1996 that we discovered that the problem was the baby boomers moved out of the demo. We sold bikes to men, 16 to 24. That was it. 25, they sold the death wish, bought a ring, got married. And, <laughs> and, and, and that was the end of it. Once the baby boomers exited the demo, um, the it, everything changed. And uh, so and that, that's what happened. We, we lost our market. The market right behind the baby boomers so was too small to sustain our market. 
There's actually 9 million fewer people in Generation X, people born 65 to 84, really? than, there are, than there is in the boomer generation born 45 to 64. So, yeah, it was, it was a marketing. So I said, man, that can't be all this generation has done. So we did homework on Generation X, born 65 to 84, and we discovered that they shut down maternity wards, they shut down the toy industry, really? they shut down bicycles, they shut down motorcycles, they shut down automobiles, and in 2008, they shut down housing. Wow. Yeah, so that's, that's and I, I was so overwhelmed by that. I get out of the marketing business, and, and now I'm a, you know, I started writing books, and I've written four. And uh, so you want an answer for, to things? If, if there are no people in your market, you're not going to sell a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. No kidding. So who do you work with now as a demographer? Do you, are, are you like a consultant to businesses? Well, everybody, everybody from organizations like like yours, builders to plumbers to uh, Bain Capital Real Estate to uh, the government to uh, you name it. No, if it if it deals with people, if it deals if if your issues deal with people, and that that's two things, both market and talent, then you need to understand the principles of demography. So tell me more about that. Okay, well, what's the most important question in marketing? Most important question in marketing is is not how good is my product or or what's the popular colors or how do I say this? It is simply how many people are in my best customer end user market and is that number getting bigger or smaller because that's going to determine your future. Period. Oh, wow. Okay, cool. That's yeah, very and interesting. It, it, and the, and the same thing with talent because you, you I, I just dealt with a company in, in uh, Wisconsin last week, and they are growing like crazy, and they keep on building warehouses in Wisconsin. And I said, "Don't do that." And they said, "Why?" I said, "You're going to run. You're going to run out of talent. There simply aren't enough people here." So, Even you, though the market could, the demand could be there. The p- potential market, the people are there to purchase it. They don't have the talent to produce it. No, they're an international company, so but they they they're not going to have the talent in Wisconsin to uh, take care of business. It's okay, just, it's too small. This is Victoria. This is nothing more than math. It's not even algebra. It's not it's not geometry. This is math, simply math. When um, when I when our research department dove into this, they came back to me and said that Generation X, born sixty five to eighty four, will never measure up to. Uh, the baby boomers, was born 45 to 64. And I, and I said, why? And they said, because there's fewer of them, 9 million fewer of them, an 11% free fall, 11% free fall in a market uh, atomizes it. it. It doesn't even shrink. It means it's, it means you're out of business. Wow. So Ken, what effect is the COVID-19 pandemic? What, what effect does that have on the demographic landscape in the United States now? Very, very, very little. Really? It, yeah, it's actually tiny. Um, the COVID, and don't misunderstand, I'm very sensitive to the people that have lost loved ones. I have lost two good friends to wow. COVID. Lost, my friend died on the phone. Oh. Yeah, no, it was crushing, my best friend. and But he had a pre-existing condition. When you look at the math, in, in the let's just say, for instance, um, the math of uh, uh, the world, 7.7% billion people. That's 7 billion, 700 million people in the world. And we've lost about a million people to COVID. Is that still a good number? I believe so. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's, that's not even one tenth of 1%. Mm-hmm. And 
they're people with coexisting conditions. I mean, you know, comorbidity. It is, this is an awful thing that's happening to us and I understand it, but when the rubber meets the road, big picture, macro, 30,000 feet, it's not going to mean much. Okay. All right. Great. Uh, I mean, I, not great, but you know, I understand where you're coming from with that. Yeah. Okay. So talk to me a little bit about how demographics or how small business people should think about demographics, how they should use the information, how they even find the information. Well, one of the, one of the questions and I'm, and I'm going to beat you on the, you know, what's my favorite book. And, and that's a, a book called best customer. And that's, and it's, and it will cost you about 200 bucks a copy, but it's research done on who your best customer is. And it's for any industry. So if we understand who the best customer is for remodeling, we can make forecasts uh, based on the size. Is it getting bigger or getting smaller? Because if it's getting bigger, you're going to do more business. If it's smaller, you, ha- you have a problem, better address it. One of the things that, that's happening right now is there are 330 million people in the United States. And let's just talk to the United States and not, and not Canada. Canada is one-tenth of our, our, of our size, but it's essentially a replication. So those of you that are in Canada, you're going to do very well as well. The half of the population of the United States lives under one roof, half. But the, that's the baby boomers and their generation Y millennial kids. But the kids are finally reaching an age where they're moving out very late because they weren't welcomed in the labor force very, very late. So what, what's happening is the kids are moving out and we're, it's creating a housing shortage and we are conservatively 25 million houses or housing units short of our needs for the next uh, 15, 20 years. That is going to drive the remodeling business through the roof. So my encouragement to your remodelers is capitalize so you can take advantage of this. Don't be afraid. It's coming your way and there's nothing going to stop it. So how would they capitalize on it? What would you suggest? I would suggest they expand their businesses. They expand their technology. They expand their equipment. They expand. They hire people. They they hire good HR people. They hire good uh, IT people. They hire good technicians to to do the work. They they automate in every way that they possibly can because this is not going away. It's impossible. Okay, that's really interesting. Now, what do you say to the companies that are trying to hire and can't find the people that fit? their needs like the skilled labor force. Okay. Stop calling millennials names and hire them. That's what I'm suggesting. (laughs) And I'll I'll tell you why, because the millennials are born 1985 to 2004. There's 88 million of them. That's 8 million more than than the baby boomer population. Oh my. We have have the largest potential labor pool in the history of our nation, period. No question. Hands down. The problem is we think they're lazy. We think they're stupid. We think they're snowflakes. Lose it because these kids are incredible. Can I tell you a quick personal story? Sure. Okay, my, my daughter my daughter just got married two years ago. My daughter's drop-dead gorgeous, and I wanted her to marry Tim Tebow. And, <laughs> and I was going to set that up. So she comes home and says, Kyle proposed to me, it's her boyfriend, and I accepted. And I said, what does Kyle do? And, and she told me, and I said, how much does he make? And she told me, I said, that's not even going to cover you, cosmetics. <laughs> so, uh, but Kyle goes uh, – Kyle comes to me, asked me for a hand, and I said, uh, Kyle, you have a four-year degree. Yes, what's your, what's your four-year degree in? And he said, IT. And I said, you ought to utilize that. And so he saw an ad uh, somewhere and it went up in, in the Hartford. We, we have a home in Connecticut. And, and uh, went to work for travelers. They hired him right away, gave him a, you know, they paid him a lot of money. 
And I notice he's not going to work. I notice he wears T-shirts when he does go to work. And I noticed, and I said, Kyle, what's going on? And, and I, he, I said, everything okay at work? And he said, yeah, they, they've got me working on this particular task. And I said, what is it? They, he said, they lost billions of dollars in the fires in California, billions. And they want me to solve that problem so that it doesn't happen again. And I said, what? And I said, <laughs> I said you could do that? And he said, yeah. Well, Kyle invented an app for his phone where people in the field can take a picture of a house in California, enter a little bit of information and determine whether they should uh, uh, insure it or not. And I said, and he got a patent for it and and patents in his name. And I'm thinking Kyle's hobbies are video games. (laughs) I, I can't identify with that, but this is who these kids are. We have the best crop of millennial millennial labor than we ever dreamed of and the cabinet you're 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 remodeling people need to be aware of that and lose the stereotype hire them and train them okay all right great um so talk to me a little bit do you feel that that is the generation that's going to be the most influential over the next 20 years or or which no it is these people generation y millennials are currently 16 to 35 years old Next 20 years, absolutely positively, they're going to be, they're going, they will shape everything. And keep in mind, too, that this generation, this is a generation we thought to, we taught them to be against bullying. We taught them to be fair. We taught them to be transparent. We taught them all these things, and they listened. Mm-hmm. Now, they may be snowflakes, but they're going to be nice snowflakes, and they're going to be wonderful citizens. And right now, uh, they could shape this election coming up a week from now. Yes. Looking for a fresh perspective of the moment education that suits both your business vision for 2021 and your wallet? The 31st Annual Remodeling Show has been reimagined online November 16th through the 18th. Register now for free to gain access to over 20 on-demand and live sessions for remodelers. With topics ranging from effective production, hands-on technical application, to design techniques you can apply to your very next project. It all kicks off soon. Learn more and save your virtual seat at remodelingshow.com. Ken, I'm curious. You said that the remodelers are going to be sitting in the catbird seed. So that makes me kind of feel like what what other sectors are also going to flourish and which ones are probably going to suffer in the in the years to come? Well, things things that are going to suffer, education is going to suffer uh, to a degree. Aerospace is going to suffer to a degree. But almost everything else is going to flourish. And the reason for that is when – Generation Y millennials move out of their homes. They don't take their parents' dish dish soap. They don't take their parents' vacuum cleaner. They don't take their parents' bed. They don't take their parents' cars. And so right now, you know, new cars are selling at about 18 million. What's going to happen to that? It's going to go to 25. Well, what else is going to happen? Well, everything else that is consumed, including clothing. And do you think that Generation Y is not going to have kids? Well, they're going to have, they're having kids late, and that might be a complexity, but no problem whatsoever. No. So housing, housing, housing. And that's not all. On top of that, you have the baby boomers who refuse to die. It's not on their post list. 75 is the new 65. There you go. Yeah. So I, I, I really don't. And what I wrote in my notes, I said movement equals remodeling. The populations in the United States, the 330 million people, you have the boomers are moving to where it's warmer. 
A lot of young people are following them because there's opportunity there. So you have movement all over the place. You don't really, if, if you're strictly in New England, I'd be a little concerned, but not much because what's happening is the people in New England are recruiting. The businesses in New England, uh, high tech, aerospace, and so forth, are recruiting Generation Y millennials and they're paying them ridiculous salaries and moving them in. What do you think that's going to do to remodeling? Folks, remodeling will be off the charts. Just I, I, I spoke recently, uh, actually two years ago, to uh, in Oregon to uh, foresters, an association of loggers, and they can't cut trees fast enough. That is yeah. really fascinating. Yeah, you're going to print money. You really are. And I'm and I'm Mark my write that down now in 2 years give me a call and say, "Wow, you were right." <laughs> so if you, if you were a remodeler, if you owned that kind of a business, you would start hiring, you'd start thinking about uh, again, all the the automations you could do, all the softwares, the technologies, the yes. efficiencies yes. of production and yep. get marketing and start yes. spreading oh. the word. Okay. Probably the most important work you just said there is marketing. Let people know what you do and who you are and where you are and what you're capable of and make sure that you stand out amongst uh, your competition because that's going to be everything. People people will choose you because you're the best. And there's going to be so many opportunities to do this. In addition, people are more savvy and do more homework now on who you are, where you are, what you do, how much you charge do you have a problem or are you just simply the best? Whatever. Now is the time to do it. Don't screw around with it and don't. Please, please, please be the best at what you do. Oh, yes, really, right? There's no yeah. point in starting to promote yourself and taking all these opportunities if you can't do a good job once you get them. Precisely. All right. So, you know, it's really a fascinating topic to me because it looks like, sounds like you can predict so much You can uh, you because you're understanding people. Do you have any stories or any examples of just some really like, wow, that happened because we saw this happening to the population or the shift? Barbie dolls and Hot Wheels. Barbie dolls and Hot Wheels. Mattel is in Connecticut. I I currently live in South Florida in Bonita Springs. But uh, Barbie dolls and Hot Wheels, uh, Mattel has its fifth, excuse me, its fourth CEO in five years. Now, that's not good, right? Right. Okay. Wall Street Journal writes about it all the time. And the, 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 the new CEO has decided to take um, everything to or, or take Mattel to Hollywood. They're going to do uh, uh, videos about Barbie dolls and Hot Wheels. The kids are going to look at them on their on their um, phones and look at them on their tablets. And that's going to cause them to Barbie doll and Hot Wheels sales to come back, which is down about 25 percent. And Wall Street Journal writes about this all the time. I have articles on it. And I, and I read their um, annual reports, Mattel's annual reports, and they say that kids are just more enamored by their phones and by tablets than they are by toys, and we need to reverse that. You know what the real problem is? Hmm. There's fewer kids. Wow. Really? That many that would have that big of an effect? Yeah. 25% drop in sales. Well, you had 25% drop in sales because you have a 25% drop in the number of kids under 10. Oh, my goodness. Yeah, so, so, so how do you make yeah, – and, and it's, it is absolutely positively as simple as that. See, in in 2007, we had a record number of live births. We had 4,316,000 live births, 25% of which were Latino. Now, Latino is a separate market, totally separate market. Well, if 2008 hits, what happens? Our fertility drops like a stone, and there are fewer parents. And so 
the, the, the numbers drop like crazy. And, and so we have 25% fewer kids, which adds up to 25% fewer sales in toys for kids under 10. Why can't we understand this? <laughs> so what would a company like Mattel do with that knowledge? You know, it doesn't sound like there's any, any effect they could have. No, what what they what they what Mattel needs to do is is to go into um, uh, different products. That you, if your market is shrinking and yours and, and, and yours is not, so right. I, I don't want to suggest for a second to your folks that their market is shrinking because the exact opposite is happening. But if your market is shrinking, you have a problem, right. and you better do something. And it can't be something stupid like. Well, if we just, you know, do movies about our product, then it's all going to re- return. Right. Well, Ken, this has really been interesting. Yeah, this has been great, Ken. Uh, I have one big question for you. I don't know if Go it's ahead. a demographic question, but are you ready for the lightning round? Yeah, no, no hard questions, okay? <laughs> <laughs> and now, here's the Remodeler's Advantage lightning round. It's a trap! All right, we're going to put 60 seconds on the clock. Here we go. What's your favorite business book and why? Okay, my favorite business book is Best Customer. It, it is a, you're not going to find it at a bookstore. You're going to have to look it up. Best Customer. And it's going to cost you a couple hundred bucks. And you're going to probably have to pay that every six months because somebody is doing incredible research on it. And you need to know. If you weren't a demographer, what do you think you'd be doing? I'd be driving race cars. <laughs> what are you not very good at? <laughs> I, I can't hit a ball. I'm, I'm terrible at baseball. I, cu- I couldn't create a loud foul. <laughs> <laughs> your room, your desk, or your car, which would you clean first? Car. On a scale of one to ten, how would you rate your memory? Probably a five. <laughs> Describe your high school self in one word. Arrogant. What's the last thing you watched on TV? Uh, West Wing. Scale of one to ten, how would you rate your memory? <laughs> oh, Ken, this was awesome. Thank you so much for taking the time to share this with us. It's just, it's a fascinating topic to me. You know, well, have me come and speak to this group because I'll light them on fire. Oh, I will. I will. We've got you on my short list for sure. Hopefully, we'll be able to get back to live meetings one day because I think that your energy would on stage would be awesome. Very cool. Now, Mark, be- Victoria, you guys are all right. Now, before we let you go, though, I need yeah. two things. One yeah. is if they want to know more about your books, where would they go? Okay. You can actually just say Ken Demographer on uh, Google, but Ken, uh, my, my web- website is kgcdirect.com. Okay. Everything's there. Everything's there. Okay, great. And then last, last, before I let you go, I want you to share with our listening audience your five words of wisdom and why they resonate with you. Okay. Demographics precipitates economics. Yes, really. (laughs) Okay. Do you want to expand? Well, quickly, yeah. You know, do you have a CFO? If you have a CFO, why do you have a CFO? You have a CFO to count your money. What is money? Money is a product of something else, and it's called talent. And and so why don't you have a chief human resource officer? Because talent is far more important than money. Demographics precipitates economics. Ah, I got you. you. That's awesome. Thank you so much for being here. We very much appreciate it. And uh, I'll have you on again if you're game. Yeah, God bless. Thank you. Thanks, Ken. Take care, bye. I thought that was fascinating. You know, I mean, I said that 16 times on the show itself, but 
it just it, it's so cool. I, you know, I, I've said this before. We we have so many different people that that have so many different specialties and disciplines that and and to hear their passion and to see their and feel their passion for the thing that they do. You know, I mean, to me, it's you know, I'm walking into the studio thinking, ooh, a demographer exciting. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You know, but it's just like you, you see him just getting so excited. You can hear it in his voice how yeah. it's like, oh my gosh, this stuff, it, it drives the world. Yeah. Know? Well, but then, and then again, for him to say something as simple as it's math, it's not even algebra, it's just right. math. Yeah. And I don't really know anybody in our world of small business who looks at demographics that way. You, you, well, you want to know what my favorite part of what he said was, hmm. and that was that besides the fact that our members and, and our industry is sitting in the catbird seat, right. you need to start investing now. My favorite part was that he said, you need to start the marketing now, and you need to show people how to stand out, how you stand out. Right. And as luck would have it, yes. <laughs> we might have a new book coming out that yes. tells you just how to do that. Exactly. It's almost yeah. like we hired him to do that for us. <laughs> You know? What's the name of that new book? That new book is Lobster on a Cheese Plate. Yep. How to Stand Out, Attract the Best Clients, and Win Every Sale That Comes Your Way. And it's an awesome book. I'm very <laughs> excited for it to come out. No, it fits right in. I'm right? telling you, though. He said, you got to do it right now. you got to start telling people why you're the best choice. Right. And I thought, ah, hey, that's cool. Yeah, really. Got a He's, guidebook right here on how to do it. Yeah, so I can't, you know, I can't think of enough for that. Put that but, in the show notes, too. Yeah, well, sure. We can do that. Um, Ken was great. That was that was funny. Yes, and it was very generous of him to do. His memory's better than he thought. He remembered. <laughs> yes, he did. So that was good. Yes. So, as always, we want to thank Ken for taking the time to uh, share these great insights with us and our audience. And, of course, we want to thank you for listening week in and week out. I am Mark Harari. And I'm Victoria Downing. See you next week. This has been another episode of Power Tips Unscripted. The Remodeler's Guide to Business. Visit www.remodelersadvantage.com to learn more about Roundtables, our world-class peer advisory program. There you can also find information about our business consulting services, upcoming live events, and much more. And finally, don't forget to subscribe to the show and comment on iTunes. Thanks for listening. It's a beautiful day.